Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, is Disney nickel and diming us on bus service now too? Well, this is well, this is a lot of upcharging. I feel like. Well, you know, I mean, we haven't quite hit the. Uh, they they figured out that when some people left the parks, there were st- they could still hear some coins jingling in their pockets, <laughs> and clearly that meant that there was more money available. So yes, yes, they are now. Uh, oh, okay, so they're not they're not upcharging us for the the bus service that they've always had, right? So and I think and I think that's an important distinction to make because um, honestly, so we're talking about the new express transportation thing that that Walt Disney World is doing. And I, I had to remind myself that, this, that they were adding something. They are not just uh, forcing you to now pay to get the same service you've always gotten. Uh, because I was a little bit frustrated. You know, my first, my first reaction was frustration. Um, but I'm not, I'm not quite as much anymore. But yes, they, they are essentially upcharging us for, for bus service now. So basically, express transportation is a new thing where you pay fifteen dollars for a day. You you or, don't you don't pay for a day, right? Don't, or don't do that. Or twenty four dollars for up to seven days. So yeah, the one day price is ridiculous and astronomical. But they will basically pick you up inside of the park and take you to inside of another park. Instead of you having to walk out to the bus stop and then get on the bus, go to the f- front gates of one of the parks, and then go in, they'll, like, in the Magic Kingdom, they will pick you up by, um, by Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, and they'll drive you over to, uh, what, over in Animal Kingdom... The drop-off area is over by the um, safaris, I believe. Right. And so you're already inside the park at that point. And it really does seem to save a lot of money. And if you're staying for seven days... You mean, I mean, that's you mean like, save a lot of time because you're paying 24 Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Person. It really does seem to save a lot of time. And if you're staying for seven days, it's only like three bucks a day. And that's yeah, yeah, it's negligible. Less, it's less than $3.50 per person per day. and it, there's, you know, it, the times when we've talked about uh, park hopping, and, and you and I both kind of reaching this point where we're like, eh, I don't really want the park hopper option. I want right. to spend an entire park in the day. There were, there were always two things that drove that decision to me. And number one is I feel like if, I, if I'm trying to park hop, I'm just trying to get in as much as I can, and I don't get as much enjoyment out of the park because I don't force myself to slow down and right. take it all in. And that's, right. that's still true. But then the second part was, it just takes a ridiculously long time, uh, you know, to, to get from park to park. And, yeah. and I mean, just ridiculously in that, yeah, yes, the bus itself may only take uh, 15 minutes to get from, you know, uh, say, Epcot to Hollywood Studios, right? But I have to, say, leave Toy Story Midway Mania walk back out of the park, go stand at the bus stop. If it's not during a, you know, if it's not at park closing or whatever, 
buses are going to a bus is going to show up eventually. But, you know, maybe right. I'm waiting 35, 40 minutes for said bus. And then you get on the bus uh, or, you know, maybe I only wait 25 minutes for that bus to get there. But then I get on the bus and the bus sits there for another 10 or 15 minutes. And then it finally goes. And then I get to, you know, Hollywood Studios. And then I've got to go back through the, the bag check and I'm going to get randomly selected again because I'm totally awesome at that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, then I you have to go through the metal detector. Then I have to go back through, and, you know, and then I'm going to walk all the way back to whatever, whatever attraction I want to do. And so when you add all of that together, the bus ride itself is maybe only 15 minutes. But, you know, we, we've talked about before that you're talking about, you know, an hour, an hour and a half out of your day just to just to go from park A to park B. Whereas right. with this express transportation, uh, like you said, you you exit Epcot at Spaceship Earth. They they probably take you backstage. I'm guessing uh, I haven't seen for sure. I know the check in location is right there at Spaceship Earth, but I saw somebody saying that they saw Test Track, which uh, is basically if you continued walking back that way, you'd end up at costuming. But there's there's roads right behind uh right behind that area so yeah it's it's a pretty short walk they're going to put you out there you're going to jump on a bus that's going to come every 30 minutes and the cast member can tell you you know uh the bus comes at the 10 and 40 of every hour yeah and that is a really cool thing for for them to be able to let you know so you know if you show up at 10:35 that there will be a bus there at 10:40 right right so so you go and you're like, okay, I need to go get over there, you know, probably five minutes before I know that that bus is going to be there to take me to Hollywood. And that's what I would do is, you know, say I've got uh, reservations at uh, Mama Melrose, you know, I stop by there first thing in the morning and say, okay, so when do the, when does the bus go from Epcot over to Hollywood Studios? It goes at the 10 and 40. Okay, well, I know I need to be there, say 1030. And I'm going to get there 10 minutes before it goes. I'm going to exit the park. I'm going to end up at uh what over around rock and roller coaster when i get to hollywood studios i'm already going to be inside the park i'm not going to have to deal with all that stuff um so i think that aspect of it is definitely preferable and you know the more that i've looked at it if if you're going to stay for a week and you want to do park hopper to me this is really a no-brainer option yeah i totally agree it is a no-brainer but if you're only going for a day or i i don't know so so here's the question. $3.50 over seven days, right? Right. What, is, what do you think is, the, what's your number? What's your number where, like, is it at two days, you're talking about $12 per person per day. Is $12 worth it? Mm, no. Okay. So, what's, so where is it at? Is it like five, seven? I would, so I would think the, the shortest trip that a normal person would probably want to take. And I know you and I have both gone for two days, but I, I feel like the, the shortest trip that a regular person would want to take is four days. So what is that? That's $6 a day. $6. I think that's fine. So you think that's so, so four days is kind of your, your, yeah. your break even point. Six bucks. If man, I mean, if the, if the benefits are explained to me, I'm trying to think of this as someone who doesn't know about it and is getting upsold, you know, at some point by whoever. Because also, where, where, do you, where do you buy this? Is this a thing where you have to go into guest services in a park and buy it? Or is this something you can add on, you know, like online or with a travel agent when you're booking your trip? 
I don't know because and, and now here's the here's something that we should uh, we should take note of. Everybody is saying this is being tested. So all of this is subject mm. to change. The pickup okay. locations, how often the buses come, the pricing is all subject to change right See, now. See, my, my fear is that the $24 for up to seven days is too cheap and that express transportation will become just as crowded as the buses are now and that the regular buses might start to be a better option. So, but, but do you, you know, really... if you have, if you have one and a half bus loads of people waiting for the 1040 bus, then it's no different to just go out and do the free one. But I have to assume, or I would assume, and I would be quite upset if it was not the case that if there's one and a half bus loads of people waiting to take the 1040 bus, that Disney's going to send two buses, mm. you know, that they've got another bus ready to ro- you know, ready to go, or they, they retask one of the buses that's supposed to go somewhere else in say 10 minutes and get another bus for that one, you know, because if I'm in line so that I could leave at 1040, I don't expect to have to wait till 1110 right. for that bus. Right. And, I, yeah. and, I, and, and whereas with the free transportation, if I get there and that bus is full, and that's, I've never seen that be the case during the middle of the day. Again, there's right. just not enough people uh, going, maybe some of you guys have, but I've never experienced that. Every bus that I've taken uh, to park hop during the day has been pretty close to dead. You know, yeah. It, maybe once or twice I've seen just about every seat full, but definitely not the, you know, standing room <laughs> only that you get and everybody push back. There should be no space between people right. uh, during the regular parts of the day. Yeah. But well, ev- and even to and from resorts, I've never really had a bus be super full during the day. Yes, exactly. And again, unless it's park opening or park closing. Uh, but if that, if that was the case on a free transportation, I feel like I'd be a lot more willing to go, oh, well, that sucks. Well, hopefully they'll send a bus quicker right. than right. 45 minutes. Absolutely. Uh, or whatever. But if I was paying for that service, I'd be like, um, why am I not going? I'm supposed to go at the 10 and 40. And I paid to go at the 10 and 40. Why am I not going at the 10 and 40? And I think Disney is aware of that. Um, so, yeah, that, you could see an, you might see an increase in this price. That may, yeah. that may not stick. It. Yeah, the popularity, I think, is going to play a lot into what the final price on this thing is. Because, again, we both look at it and go, and, and I agree with you that it, at about at around $6 per person per day, uh, this, could, this could definitely be something that I would, I would bite on. Again, I don't know that I'm going to start tra- transferring to Park Hopper. And, uh, yes, you do have to have a Park Hopper ticket in order to purchase this because, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to drop you off inside of another park. So. Don't think that you're going to be really intelligent and skip the park hopper and just sneak into another park. They're, they're just not going to let you buy it. Um, I don't know that that's going to make me want to buy a park hopper, but it, it definitely becomes a little bit more appealing, I think. It does. It, it, it makes park hopping something that is much more viable, I think, because, you know, you, you were saying earlier, the process of park hopping is like an hour minimum. I would say, you know, if you leave a park, if you are inside of one park and you decide, okay, I'm ready to leave this park and it's three o'clock. I mean, you can count on it being four before you are able to do anything or even step inside of another park. Right. So I, I think this makes park hopping something much easier and it makes park hopping less stressful. Uh, and, and we were talking about on the, on the show when we were discussing the 
turn by turn directions that Disney put in the the app to tell you like okay so you want to go from Toy Story Midway Mania to Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin here's exactly how you do that yeah here's here's where you go you jump on this bus I wonder right. if those have been updated can you can you click a button I bet I bet they're not yet but you know to be able to click a button and say I have express transportation yeah so well, that it doesn't tell you to go to the front of the park. The MDE app should know if you have Express Transportation. That's right. It's, all, it's already all coded in there, right? That's the, that's the promise of the My Disney Experience app is this thing knows. It's so, it's so integrated with your magic band and your trip that it knows all that stuff and it won't even attempt to tell you to do the wrong thing. But, you know, sometimes, depending on where you're going and what you're doing, like if you have a, if you have a dinner reservation in uh, the World Showcase and you're at Animal Kingdom. I mean, it you, could take you an over an hour. I would. Well, here's the thing: if I'm in Animal Kingdom and I need to get to the World Showcase, I'm budgeting no less than probably, probably two hours before my reservation. I right. need to start heading to the front of the Animal Kingdom. Right. And so this it does take some of the stress. But again, I wonder if there is at any point someone explaining that to people who are buying this. I can see a. I don't know. Uh, I, I I can see like a future where people are buying this express transportation thing without fully understanding it. I guess I don't know. I just but if I, I, but if they buy it without fully understanding it, doesn't that isn't that just another feather in Disney's cap? Sweet, we don't even have to explain it, and people will spend money on it. Right, but I just wonder if if the benefits of this are being explained anywhere other than you know, Disney blogs, Disney parks blog inside the magic WDWNT, you know, stuff, places where we look. Yes. All of us, all of us who, who are Disney fanatics are totally aware of this thing is the, is the average person aware of it. Yeah. You know, Jeff in Indiana, who's taking his family for, you know, their only Disney trip. Is that being, is that being explained by their travel agent or by the Disney, you know, travel company agent, or are they just, I guess right now testing, they're probably not publicizing it too much, but I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things that's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit like, you know, a weird thing where it's like, yeah, it's still a bus, but it's an express bus and you have to know exactly the place in whatever park you're in to go and get on your bus or wait in line or whatever, you know, and, and who's explaining that to them and, and And does and does Jeff understand that if is he it, doesn't want to drop twenty four dollars per person, right, that he could still go and take that that there is, that is not the only option to get it's the only good option, but it's not the only option to get from park to park in the right. middle of the day. Right. And and yeah, that is a good point you made that we haven't said yet. It is twenty four dollars per person for up to seven days. So if you have a family of four, it's what twelve dollars a day at that point, or thirteen dollars a day, or whatever. Huh. So or it's uh ninety six dollars yeah. a day for a family of or not. I'm sorry. Yes, per yeah per day. I'm sorry. I was right. thinking the total is going to be ninety six dollars for the right. Family but it'd four. be thir- it'd be three fifty times four, which is three six twelve seven fourteen dollars a day. So that is something to to keep in mind. It does. It does cost more, but it's just it's it's like uh it's like all these parties and like at Destination D they announced a seven hour Star Wars tour in in Hollywood Studios, and like there's there's like just things that Disney's announcing and stuff where I don't feel like p- 
people who who aren't plugged into Disney blogs and stuff are going to really understand like okay so how does express transportation work because I think it's great I think if you're a park hopping person for as little money as it is it's it's a no-brainer like you said but I do you know I, I do wonder about how those are being publicized and marketed and and explained right well and you know I don't I, I feel like with the tours maybe that's not quite as much of a necessity um, because there are always there are plenty of tours that are always going on at Disney you know with the uh, whether it's the Keys to the Kingdom tour or the Behind the Seeds tour or I, I don't know. There's, there are so many tours that are out there. So the, the idea that there's a Star Wars, I still don't understand how that thing's going to work because spending seven hours, like if, they, if they're going to fast track you through everything, is there seven hours of content? But that's, that's, that's a whole other yeah. uh, thing outside, outside of express transportation. Um, so I don't <laughs> think that that has to be uh, out, those things don't have to be advertised as much. I wonder if Express Transportation, because uh, you know, I've seen multiple times now on Twitter popping up the little brochures that they have for Express Transportation. I'm wondering if those just aren't being handed out as you're walking into the parks and stuff. You it, know, it, it could be. I hope it is. Um, yeah. So because it is a really it is a really good thing, and um, if it becomes, I, I just like if it becomes so popular. Does that just become a thing that's rolled into the Walt Disney Transportation or the Walt Disney World Transportation System? I don't think it is, but but here's my question for you. Is there a point where we see a park hopper? So you have so you have the Magic Your Way ticket, right? Which is your base ticket. Right. And then you have your park hopper ticket. What about if there's suddenly the park hopper plus ticket? That just includes That just includes all of this stuff. So instead of having to buy the the express transportation and whatever two or three other value added services they come up with. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Cause I guess See, I would, I would be more okay with that. If you could get park hopper plus that included preferred parking and you know, like uh, the, the express transportation, which I guess if you had one, you wouldn't need the other. But um, if it, if it just included that and it was an extra $50 a day and maybe you also get the, uh, rumored throw, throw, photo. Me, throw memory maker in there. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. even the current even the current iteration of PhotoPass just thrown in there, and so it's kind of like the right. gold or or yeah, Park Hopper Gold. Let's right. call it that. Yeah, and I I really I actually wish that they would do that. I, I would prefer that because that would at least lay out the benefits available for all of these things in one spot and and really give people an opportunity to actually understand well and then it and then it wouldn't quite feel so much like again like we were being nickeled and dimed because right. it's just all rolled into yeah one one big thing though i do like i do like the concept of an a la carte approach to this you know if you want transportation but you don't want preferred parking or if you want uh you know the you can you can pick and choose these options that you want. I don't I don't inherently want them all bundled together, but I get how that might be easier to swallow for people. And yeah, as on some level, I wonder if that's the if that's the long term uh, goal here. Though again, if it remains popular enough without having to roll it together, why why bother messing with that? I guess. Yeah, I hate that reasoning. I mean, I totally understand you know what you're saying but man that is like i hate that reasoning so much you know if it's working why make it easier or why make it you know quote better whatever like i just i wish i wish they would just do it 
you know, I wish because we we talked about that with the six hundred and fifty dollars for the tent thing last week, where you know why would they make it cheaper if people will pay six fifty and it's just like, man, sometimes I wish they would just make it cheaper because they should, you know, not necessarily because for you know for money reasons, but I just feel like I don't know they should they should make it fairer. Fairer, like that's a weird word to say. <laughs> I'm gonna. They should. They I'm, should make it more fair. I guess. I don't know. I. I don't know. Is is but is the is the concept of having some sort of a a, a caban like we we've never argued that the DVC lounges are somehow unfair because non DVC members can't get in there, right? Uh, no. Yeah, we or, have not. Or that the or that the Disney Visa special character. Uh, you know, pictures are are unfair, or you know, I I guess it's 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 just a question of where do you draw the line at what is fair and what is unfair. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess I see those things as they're inherently not available to everyone. Like at at the core of of those two things, the DVC lounges and the chase thing, those are outright like this lounge is for DVC members only, right? And um, this Chase, you know, Disney Visa meet and greet thing is for people who have chased Disney Visas only. And hey, you can sign up for one right now and get in, you know, no problem. But like just having something that is supposed to be available for everyone and making it this like, it's it's kind of cryptic. You know, even with the brochure, to look at it and go, okay, so I have to go over to Tomorrowland to get onto a bus to go to another park. Like, it's just, it. this feels a lot to me like shoehorning something into these parks that they weren't designed for. And it just doesn't, like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, but at the same time, could you, and, 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 here's the, and here's the thing, I do think in some ways, uh, conceptually, not only conceptually that this is similar to the uh, to the cabanas in that it is something that Disney said hey here's an idea now then how are we going to test it and we don't want to build a lot of infrastructure into this without knowing whether or not it's going to be successful that's why the cabanas are tents that are stuck out in the middle and I think that's a horrible thing in this particular case though I have no issue with them not building the infrastructure ahead of time because if it's not successful, I don't want them just sinking money into this to build, you know, the bus terminals and, and everything uh, yeah. into the parks. And I feel like, again, long term, I don't I don't think that this is the permit. And I, I could totally be wrong. This could always be the way that express transportation is handled. But I don't inherently think that's going to be the case. I think if it if it proves that it is sustainable. Uh, that they would build a more permanent solution for it, you know? But where would it be? Like, my, I just, there's no, there's nowhere to put it that doesn't require you to, like, weirdly go backstage and get on a bus. Yes, at some, well, okay, so, so once you're on a bus, the bus is going to take you through backstage. And that is something that we didn't bring up. These buses will be faster than the standard park-to-park buses. Um, so, so the actual bus trip itself will be quicker because they're going to take backstage routes, right? Uh, that the that the normal park to park park bus is going not going to take. So, you know, maybe the standard Epcot to Hollywood Studios takes you uh, 
20 minutes and the the express bus takes 10 to 15 because they can they're going to take advantage of the backstage routes that you're not otherwise going to get to ride uh but i don't uh i don't know it's going to it's going to have to be backstages when you travel but you don't particularly have to be walked backstage to load and unload and that's where i think the improvement could be made they could have uh buildings or locations that are more set up i guess uh for people checking in to to jump on the bus you know yeah i, I don't it's hard for me to think how that would work but i guess they they could conceivably do that carve out some sort of you know on the outer ring of the park some sort of area and build a building or something yeah. right right yeah i don't think that Again, the travel is not going to change. You're you're going to see the 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 ugly side of the magic. Uh, <laughs> you know, I well, you know, I say that, but at the same time, you know, I remember uh, you know, working Magic Kingdom and there's one section of the tunnels that looks a lot nicer than a lot of the other sections and doesn't smell quite as much like garbage. <laughs> and that's the section that the, you know, keys to the kingdom or whatever tour it is that goes down in the tunnels uh... goes down into. And so, you know, it's, it's still backstagey, but it's staged backstagey. And maybe, maybe that's what they do. They take the buses through the staged backstage yeah. areas when they, uh, when they decide to do this. But well, yeah. like when they, have, when they have people exiting through the corridor right next to uh, Crystal Palace, you know, that's not, that's not a, uh, like, ugly type of backstage area. You know, right. It's, yes, that is it's a... It's fairly is a, mundane, but it's made up pretty well. Yes, yes. They... they they recognize that we're going to have guests coming through here regularly. So let's change it to, to be aware of that. And, you know, I, again, I think they can, they can do the exact same thing with express transportation, but uh, the moral of the story is even in its current iteration, I think express transportation is a good, good idea. And um, yeah, while, while maybe it's not being pushed as, as well as it could be. And we don't know because neither one of us has tried to book a vacation lately. Uh, Not that I wouldn't like to be booking one right now, but (laughs) Uh, I think that long term, if it sticks around, it it's going. They're going to figure out a way, dude. They're they're going to make sure that everybody is aware of this system and how it is the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, and you cannot take a Disney vacation without express transportation. I feel like I've done a bad job of like putting my argument or my concerns, I guess, into words because it just feels like these these things are they're just they're they're weird add-on services they're like weird these weird value add things that i don't know it's like a pro it's a it's it's a solution to a problem that nobody had you know everybody everybody knows that sometimes getting between the parks is slow but i don't feel like there's that much complaint about it because it's free and you know it's like saying that magical express like took too long to get me from the airport to my hotel like it's free, come on, and so I, I just it it seems like there there's a lot of these answers, there's solutions to to non-existent problems that eh, it's just more like yeah, we'll just charge more for that. But and, if it's a but if it's a solution to a problem you don't have, then when they when they announce it, we go well, that's just dumb. Who wants to sit in a cabana inside of a park right. and spend an extra six hundred fifty dollars? And then Disney goes, oh, well, you know what? Nobody's getting a cabana. So nixing that idea. I uh, guess it's, I guess it's just the, I feel yucky about it. And this yeah. is not the, not the Disney that I want to well, be. And, 
and I think to some extent, okay, so so if this if this express transportation had been announced in a vacuum, uh, without all of the other stuff that's happened recently, I don't think it would have been. I I think that that because I I know at least personally that's where a lot of my initial. Uh, and I, you know, I think right after it was announced, I tweeted out, I just don't know how to feel about this because right. my first reaction was, oh my gosh, one more flipping thing that we right. are going to get charged up, you know, upcharged on. But then again, taking a step back and looking at it and going, okay, you know what? They didn't take anything away. They added something that is that, uh, like you said, is not something that I've, uh, it's a complaint that we've had, but it's not one that I've ever, uh, you know, taken to Disney and said, hey, this is horrible. Uh, how could you ever do park hopper when, when bus transportation is so abysmal? Um, and, and that is, I don't think that it's abysmal. Uh, I'm just playing it up a little bit here. But they, they, they basically found a problem that I wasn't totally aware of how much of a problem it was till they said, hey, we have another way. And now I'm like, oh, that makes so much more sense. That is so much better. And yes, I think it's totally worthwhile paying that. And it, Again, I think if this was in the vacuum without the cabanas and without, you know, the other things that we've that we've seen lately that have kind of put a bad taste in our mouths, we I at least I, I would have been more accepting of it initially. And I just wonder if that's not where a lot of this uh, backlash is coming from. Yeah, I think you're right. It's just it's one thing after another, after another, after another, after another. And it just makes me feel yucky about it. So, so next week you want to talk about how they're bringing back the, uh, the, the night thing that what, you know, the night, the, the upcharge night event. Oh, the after hours. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 but match- they dropped the, they dropped the price on it. Yeah, they did. They did. But it essentially that's, that's upcharge DMH. Is it not? <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, so we can talk, we can talk about one more upcharge event next, <laughs> next week, because you know what, there's, there's always going to be another, another upcharge event, uh, upcharge item. And again, I think, I think they're just, they're throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and maybe they need to slow it down a little bit Yeah, and we would all be a little bit more accepting of it, but this is the way they're choosing to go about it for now. And uh, we're just gonna have to watch and hey, you know what? Let's let's vote with our with our wallets and uh, and root for the things like I again I, personally I think express transportation is a good thing. I think cabanas are a bad thing. So that's that's how I'm going to vote. And that should do it for this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Yeah.